Hello again, listeners. Philip Greenlee here. You know, when you first started going to church, you heard about the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. You know, he was probably the one, the mysterious one you weren't sure about. You know, you kind of already having trouble thinking about God as, you know, three persons. And then you start hearing these descriptions and ideas about the Holy Ghost. And, uh, you know, he's described as wind or coming to Jesus in the form of a dove. Then later, you know, it kind of seems like he was a power or force. You know, you just it was couldn't really understand, you know, what, what is the Holy Spirit, you know? But it's, it is, it's hard to describe, and honestly, we will never fully grasp Him on this side of heaven, you know? But, you know, the Holy Spirit does have specific work that He wants to do in our lives. You know, we just need to allow Him to do that, you know, and uh, really need to explore, you know, what the Bible says. Today, I was looking back into John, you know, when Jesus was talking to the disciples. So I was going to read uh, some of that, like uh, John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees seeth not him him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you i will not leave you comfortless i will come to you yet in a little while and the world seeth me no more but ye see me because i live ye shall live also at that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. So, you know, he was he was promising them, you know, a comforter, a counselor, you know, to stay with them. And he's, you know, referring to the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. But um, this comforter, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, he was explaining that the world cannot see him because you know, really, they're not looking for him. And uh, he tells them that they will see him after his death and they will know that he was in his father and they are in him and he is in them. You know, but I don't think, you know, at that time the disciples, you know, weren't picking up everything on that. But, you know, they, he was trying to explain to them, you know, what was going on. And I uh, wanted to read... Um, Let's see, John fourteen twenty six. he says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So, you know, he was just telling them, you know, that this, this counselor, this comforter, you know, was there for them, you know, and... and I don't know uh, 
it may have taken them, you know, a little while to get, you know, everything, the meanings of it and everything, you know, but uh, he, was tr he was just trying to explain it to them, you know, and then I wanted to say, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, guides us, you know, so in, uh, in John uh, 16, 13, I was going to read, uh, How be it when he, the Spirit of the truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So, Jesus is telling the disciples that the Spirit of truth will guide them into all truth and that he will tell you of the things to come. So really, you know, he's saying, you know, the Holy Spirit will guide them, you know, and he's just letting them know that back in the, uh, in John 16. Um, I guess now I'd like to just read some of the things that Paul was saying in some of his letters that, uh, kind of gives us an idea about the Holy Spirit. But um, in Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, In whom ye also trusted, after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which in the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory, so, uh, you know, Paul in his letter to Ephesus, you know, he was explaining why God gives us the Holy Spirit. When he says sealed, a seal is, is like one of those old stamps they used, you know, back when they did those letters back in the day, you know, back in that day. And as a, that seal, it signified ownership. So the Holy Spirit is, uh, you know, in a believer's life would be signifying God's ownership, you know. And the, the word he used, earnest, is, is like, uh, means guarantee, kind of. So the, the Spirit was a guarantee of the future blessings and a foretaste, you know, of the eternal life and power. So the believer's eternal inheritance is all of God's promises, you know. And it's with the hope and waiting on Christ's return. And just, you know, saying that God gives us that Holy Spirit, you know, and it's, it's uh, a guarantee and uh, it's signifying the ownership, you know, God owning his, uh, the Holy Spirit, owning us. Galatians 5.16, uh, let's see, it was, uh, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So, Paul was saying that if we let the Holy Spirit guide us, we, you know, we won't be doing those sinful things, you know, that are kind of our nature craves to do, but Paul encouraged the people of Galatia to find freedom in Christ 
rather than be enslaved by the law or the flesh. If you truly live by the Spirit, you won't do whatever you want or indulge in all your desires. If you live in the Spirit, you will see the fruit of the Spirit. And you know, the fruit of the Spirit is something that's uh, that you need and you really... Uh, it's really a blessing to have, you know. You do, you got all these different, you know. You got like love and joy and peace, goodness, patience, kindness, faithfulness, even you know self-control. And it's everything we need, you know, for growth is found in our relationship with the Holy Spirit. So you know, you really need to have that relationship with him the, the holy spirit i mean if you don't uh you need to start you know looking into it because it's really you know that's where you get all these great you know qualities so when the holy spirit guides you you will grow these fruit it will take a while you know like the fruit it won't be perfect or quick but we just need to strive, you know, to try to do that. And let's just remember that, you know, this is the same Holy Spirit that Jesus was telling the disciples about before he ascended. There's a lot of power and responsibility. You know, the Holy Spirit has been here since the beginning. And uh, in Genesis 1, verse 2, And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. You know, so he's been here, and, uh, but, you know, back in the Old Testament, it seemed that, you know, those who received the Holy Spirit did not have him permanently. The Holy Spirit would come, and the recipient would go out to complete mighty acts of power, or speak prophetic word. But, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, they did develop a hope of permanence for the Holy Spirit. Moses desired that the Lord put his spirit upon all his people in uh, Numbers 11.29. It says... And Moses said unto him, Envious thou... For my sake, would God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Also, um, Ezekiel, some of these prophets, you know, like Ezekiel, they had this hope, you know, for this new uh, covenant. And uh, let's see, Ezekiel eleven nineteen. I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them heart of flesh. And, you know, it did. The this, this spirit brought holiness and life. And like the prophet Joel, he said that the outpouring of the spirit would be prophecy for both young and old, male and female. And that's Joel um, 2.28.
And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. The Holy Spirit has been here a long time, but now that we have this new permanent indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we should operate on a higher level in our you know, service to God. It's available, you know. Let's, let's remember, you can't buy this extraordinary power, nor can you search the earth and find it. As Christians, it is, it is already in us, you know. So let's grow this gift from God. Claim it. Accept it. You know, we can be very powerful. Well, I just wanted to make these points about the Holy Spirit. And I, you know, I'm sure we'll be discussing Him again. But for now, that about wraps it up. Until next time, guys. <laughs>